The Cat and Cloud Coffee Podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess. All you have to do is add hot water wherever you go. Each steep pack is individually sealed. It's nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh. And it's got this special full immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue or no staples. So there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable. And they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on steeped coffee packs at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D, coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying steeped or having your favorite roastery reach out and kind of get in touch. If you're in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry, make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. Because what about like the skateboard brand girl? The skateboard brand girl? Like, what's their trademark? Yeah. I mean, Do they have the trademark for the word girl? They probably have a trademark for the word girl in the skateboard industry. Maybe, but our trademark, the class, is related to the coffee, is related to having a coffee shop. Their trademark is maybe related to having uh, a skate, a being skate. in the skateboard industry gotcha. or being a skateboard brand. Yeah. But then our merchandise trademark is not related to any specific industry. Our class 25 is not related to any specific industry. Has nothing to do with coffee. Yeah. Class 25 is apparel. Purely, yeah. Purely apparel. Okay. Where we're going with this, I'm, I'm going to ask questions. Yeah. You have more answers than I do. And hopefully this can function to one, get get me in the loop so, so I can understand this better so we can speak about it better. But I'm also hoping that if someone else is going through something similar can yeah. show you that you're maybe not alone. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we have some advice. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, we're certainly not legal counsel, but we're going through things too. Yeah, so, maybe somebody has some advice for us. Yeah, maybe if someone has <laughs> yeah. some advice for us. And I am really looking forward to having I would love to have some constructive constructive feedback or a constructive feedback loop with the parties involved. So yeah. We'll keep the first one classy and see see where it goes. If someone knows anybody, maybe they can maybe they can patch us into someone yeah. because it would be cool if all this just went away and yeah. disappeared. Um, so, are we being sued or yeah, we're being we're sued. being sued. Is being sued the same as getting a cease and desist? Are they different parts of the same situation? Is one a step to the other? Yeah, different different ideas. Um, a cease and desist, like we, we got a cease and desist from Bulletproof, right? For originally, like we had a coffee on our menu called Bulletproof Coffee. So we got a cease and desist from Bulletproof Coffee because right. when we opened, we had a drink that had coffee blended with grass-fed butter and MCT oil. And we were totally mistaken in putting bulletproof yeah on the menu that's obviously and someone else's brand yeah we didn't have any like harm like intent no foul intent yeah and they sent us a thing and we said oh yep we should change that yeah so we did yeah so, so that that's kind of a case of them enforcing a trademark they have versus what caterpillar is trying to do to us is to cancel our our trademark that we previously had applied for and been approved by 
the patent trademark office. Caterpillar is Caterpillar Inc., yeah. the company that makes really large tractors. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Like they, uh, I think last year they sold $54 billion worth of heavy machinery. And they are, and we got a letter from them uh, August 4th, 2018, letting us know that they were suing us. $54 billion. And that's just in one year. Yeah. One year. So they're doing okay. <laughs> it yeah, seems this is ridiculous. That so when we got that letter, the first thing that struck me was wow, a company that's doing fifty-four billion dollars in a single year actually has the bandwidth to go and find these frivolous things, dig them out, and spend money. They're paying someone yeah. to talk to us. Yeah. Someone on their legal team is interfacing with us to try to get us to release the trademark to specifically it's the word cat. Yeah. Caterpillar. Uh, you know, the ins yeah, I feel it as the insect. Like they have the trademark for the abbreviation cat. Right? Which in my mind is the abbreviation for the word caterpillar. Right. Not the feline animal. Correct. But yet they are trying to, and they're doing this to a number of companies, which we can talk to in a minute, where they're essentially systematically going after a number of smaller companies and trying to cancel those companies' trademarks. What do you think the reasoning is? I mean, it seems like they want to control every instance of the word cat. But cat is such a common word in the English language. And specifically, our kind of cat, the feline animal, is an incredibly popular... Like, cats are pop culture icons. Yeah. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You, you see cats <laughs> everywhere. It seems unreasonable to, to yeah. get every cat. Man, it just... Um, and I've got a friend who, like, his whole family works for Caterpillar. And I was telling him about this. And he was just kind of appalled that Caterpillar, the company, feels the need as a $54 billion a year revenue company to go out and use lawyers to, right? For us, they're costing us tens of thousands of dollars. For other companies, they've canceled or in the process of trying to cancel their trademark to just like small businesses. I don't really know what motivation you would have to try to like ruin, right? Like this company is like our dream, right? And this and all of our employees and there are people out there who are essentially systematically trying to ruin people's small businesses. And it's just so crazy to me to like, to interact with people like that. The economies of scale at play here are really disappointing and kind of frightening because you can see how a company that does $54 billion in sales in a year has a lot of power. They have a lot of wiggle room. So yeah. let's take us and them. You've spent a good portion of your time since we received that letter, working with our lawyer right. to spend time fighting this thing to make yep. the claim that, hey, you have no right to cancel the trademark that yeah. we have, that we applied for fair and square in the context of things that we produce. There's no, there's no intent to make anyone believe yeah. that we're affiliated with Caterpillar Inc. in any way. Yeah. And you can see that by all everything that we produce that even just from the the visuals that we use it's right. so clear where the cat comes from and 
the cat is a feline cat drawn the inspiration from our friend Julia. Yeah. Cat and Cloud. She drew the two the two little buddies. Yeah. And that's our brand. So to see you, you're one third of our main founder ownership team, right? Correct. The business was started with myself, yourself, and Jared. Right. <laughs> and a big role in our business is to continually push the business forward, figure out new interesting ways to help the people that work for us and help move our organization forward. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you now have handcuffs on you and you have special skills in the context of what we're doing, which we're building out two new stores. Right. You're the person that manages the build out. You're also managing green coffee buying, which coffee is the main product that we sell. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden, you have to spend a shit ton of your work week yeah. dealing with this. Yeah. And it's crazy. And I mean, I almost thought it was like a mistake at first to where like, our lawyer actually realizing kind of who Caterpillar's lawyers were. Our lawyer has like um, sat on boards and like committees and stuff with their lawyer. And so like our lawyer reached out to their lawyer and was like, hey, like, you know, is this like a mistake? Like, why would you guys be suing like a cat and cloud coffee company related to Caterpillar? In no way does our branding at all look like Caterpillar that makes heavy machinery and asked like just like this is ridiculous and they're like nope we're gonna we're pressing on with the suit you know potentially it's gonna go to trial trial and yeah and you know we're in like the early you know actually so what it's been in august it'll be a year of working through the kind of the legal system on this and like with a number of back and forths with them um yeah where i've had to spend time Right as part of discovery, answering like you know seventy question interrogatories that they've sent over, and additional interrogatories and requests for documents, and it's just ridiculous. Nobody is going to confuse Cat and Cloud Coffee for Caterpillar Incorporated with their. I mean, even their branding is like the little yellow triangle, and you know, in the capital letters Cat. If you if you go look at it, it's how much money do you think we've spent? on this yeah um i mean we're definitely in the like thousands of dollars and it's probably you know before it's done is gonna be ten twenty thousand dollars it just depends like like cases like this uh can go years um of back and forth and so you know and that's that's why you know we can talk about this in a minute, but Caterpillar's like systematically like sought out these small companies and sued them to cancel their trademark. You know, most small companies don't have a lot of money to fight. I think we're just, I think we're kind of like fed up and like we don't want to be bullied by somebody that's that's like so much bigger than us with who isn't really in the right here. So it's like we're maybe willing to try to, you know find the money somewhere to defend this because we really believe in it but it's like it still negatively impacts our business and it's tough it's not a, a drop in the bucket to where if you're huge and you're raking in shit fuck tons of money yeah maybe 10 to twenty thousand dollar lawyer bill is something that you write off as part of an expense report or you, you don't even have to approve, oh, yeah. you don't even have to prove with nah. anybody you're like yeah we spent twenty thousand bucks in legal it's like yeah cool we spend that every day it's no big yeah, deal totally but for us in the midst of doing these build outs and growing the company twenty thousand dollars isn't something that we could just leave hanging and and 
be like, oh, no big deal. It was just it was just twenty thousand yeah, dollars. Crazy. That's a good percentage of of one of our build outs. Yeah, or our income for you know like over like number of months you know to however we're doing that year but like it's yeah it's definitely not an insignificant amount of money i mean when we first opened we were shy thirty five thousand dollars which we raised on kickstarter which provided the money for us to pay off the roaster purchase that roaster and really get into play and without that we would be nowhere so seeing someone just take twenty thousand is really obnoxious to me and i agree with you that on one end we're like this is total bullshit this has there's no way we're gonna roll over on this one and i can see why a lot of people do because you just simply don't have the money or you feel overwhelmed there's three of us i'm actually going to just say this in real time I, i say there's three of us as in there's three owners now we have other owners, and I'm yeah. not really sure how to address that. Uh, because when I say the word founder, like there's three founders, whenever I hear someone say oh, they're right. a founder, yeah. the implication to me is that they no longer have ownership, <laughs> that they're like some sort of token for yeah. the company Figure just hanging out there. So in the context of this podcast, when I say owners, I'm, I'm speaking about the founding owning yeah. crew. Yeah, because we have four employee owners. We have four well. employee yeah. owners. So maybe we'll talk about that tonight at, yeah. our, at our little get together, how, yeah. how to address that in the media at large. So there's there's three of us that are the head of this dragon. But if you were operating a business by yourself, yeah. imagine the amount of overwhelm you're in just doing day-to-day operations, let alone having someone sue you. But the other thing is, the name, the way that we came to the name and how much history the name has to us and how much it means to us, yep. I can't even imagine. I can't even fathom letting it go. Right. It, Especially when we feel like we did what we needed to do, right? We had we sought legal counsel to do what we felt like was the right thing to do to secure the trademark. So I don't, I don't believe we did anything wrong. And then for someone to who's that much bigger than us to come and like, like just essentially try to bully us out of um you know what we legally filed it just sucks yeah it's like the grown-up version of internet bullying yeah like you know getting trolled where yeah you're getting trolled on instagram or through social media and now we have lawyers trolling us yeah. for our trademarks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and it's just fucked up because man i think about like our vision right and like our vision is to change the way people do business right and man that's like another reason why it's like we have to fight for this for us because i don't want to be the example that just like rolled over for like a bully like stealing your lunch money it's just like we have to find a way to fight and you know for what we believe in and what's a big part of our culture and company and man, it just bums me out that people on the other side of that are just essentially looking to ruin people's dreams and businesses. I wish there was just like this bullshit button. You could submit paperwork to someone and they could hit this button. Quick judgment. We don't need to go to trial. Someone who just says, oh, okay, this is ridiculous. Ridiculous. This is, this is out of hand. I'm pushing the bullshit button. You can carry on. Have a good, have a good time. Yep. And I think the levels the levels of emotional disconnect that are happening are huge. I don't know how big Caterpillar's legal team is. Probably bigger than our whole company. Probably bigger than our whole company. <laughs> but I'm wondering who who in the chain of command is the person who 
sifts through the infinite space that is the internet businesses on the web and finds these instances and decides which ones to pursue because they don't pursue all of them. Yeah. And it's like in our legal filings, which are public information, like we note that they have, you know, like I said, systematically found, you know, like I think seven to 10 small businesses and they're like working, you know, systematically to cancel each of their trademarks, including ours. But if it was really to protect their business, in my mind, I would go after the biggest people first, not the smallest people, right? Because if you're really trying to protect some of your $54 billion in annual revenue, you would go after the people who are potentially infringing you in the biggest way. And But Caterpillar's not doing that. Like The thing that comes to my mind is there's a, there's a merchandise company that's uh, a brand at Target called Cat and Jack. Cat ampersand Jack. We're Cat and Cloud Coffee LLC. Cat and Jack is certainly closer to Caterpillar than we are, and it's a huge clothing brand. But they're not suing Cat and Jack, and it's like, is are they not suing them because it's they're owned by Target, and Target maybe has as big a legal team as they do, and they don't they're not really doing it for their own economic interest. They're just doing it to like bully small companies that they think they can push over. Yeah, it seems like they're just going after someone who's not going to put up a fight. Yeah. And they're betting that, cool, 85% of these people that we threaten are just going to say, I don't want any trouble. I don't have time to deal with this shit. Fine. And then there's a few like us that are going to be going to be sticky. And yeah, because Target owns that brand. It's yeah. their in-store brand. Yeah. Yeah. So have fun with that. Yeah. That'd, that'd, be, a fun, that'd and- be a fun legal battle, which... I wish would happen, not for Target's sake, but I'm, I'm like, pick on someone your own size, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, and the fact that they're not leaves this whole idea of like who they're suing, it just makes it th- makes it feel that much more icky to me. Yeah, it feels really gross because I'm sure someone who has no soul could look me dead in the eye and say, "Cat and Cloud LLC is a threat to our brand." you guys are taking away some of our potential revenue because people are mistaken. They're wrongly taking what you're doing and confusing it with what are do. Yeah. What, what, well, I can't even talk. I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I'm so upset. I'm, I try to be well-spoken and I'm, the emotions are getting the best of me right here. I know that people are going to cat and cloud coffee <laughs> and thinking they're going to buy heavy machinery there. Or they're yeah. buying a cat and cloud shirt and they think, think they're buying a caterpillar shirt <laughs> yeah. most of the merchandise that we produce is some derivative of the original drawing right so it's generally a sketch of a cat the animal and a cloud the yes. thing that's in the sky that yeah. rains and lightning <laughs> and the whole the whole scenario yeah no cat no caterpillars in there yeah we haven't we've never put a caterpillar on anything no. so what do you do when this happens, you, you said discovery. Let's dig into that a little bit more. You were sending me lists of things that you needed, yeah. um, a picture of every piece of merchandise that we've ever created. Yeah, yeah. and it's, it's just a huge process. I mean, we got the original notice of their intent to, you know, to take us to court to cancel our trademark. 
we filed a response, you know, kind of saying this is ridiculous. Um, they then come back with, as part of like the discovery part of going to trial, um, is kind of the evidence collecting, um, you know, time. And so they come back with, um, you know, a set of interrogatories, which are like 70, you know, can be any number, can be, could be any number of questions. Um, they come back with, um, requests for documents and requests for, uh, financial numbers and requests for essentially all the information related to any merchandise we're selling. Um, you know, we can then ask them for the same, um, you know, so that's kind of where we're still receiving their information on that front. And then they've just, uh, essentially responded with further, um, interrogatories and admissions, um, that they are looking for us to answer. So, it kind of goes back and forth, uh, including like um, there could be like depositions where they interview people. Um, yeah, and it's 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 all this collecting of information in anticipation of like a, a trial. Is there an end to the amount of information that they can request? No. No. Yeah. So it could go on forever, pretty much indefinitely. Yeah. That's interesting. So in cases like that, whoever's got more money and time basically gets to control the situation yeah. for the most and part. I'm sure they have, you know, so many lawyers and so much money that, you know, for them, it's not a big deal to fill it out, to return it. But then they're, they can turn around and just file a document that asks for a ton of information and questions and stuff for like, you know, small companies like us to have to dedicate a significant amount of time to answering and, um, yeah, pulling together all the data and answering it. And so it, it's just interesting to see how this process, and I mean, you hear it every day, right? It's like people with money can make things happen, but it's just like how this process is so stacked against like little companies when they're facing big companies. The thing that makes it feel really gross to me is that, even if you break down the economics of what's happening and they have shit tons of money and shit tons of legal counsel, never ending supply of this. If you, if you take the amount of money, let's say there's one lawyer handling our case yep. on their end. If you take the amount of money that that person makes, because <laughs> lawyers aren't cheap, they're expensive to employ. And then you contrast that with the amount of, I'm using air quotes here, <laughs> money that they hope to gain by somehow canceling our trademark or recouping losses yeah. that they think we're taking from them you're paying the lawyer more oh because the number that they're going to recoup from us is zero, zero. because yeah. there's no confusion by anyone no i just uh, uh yeah that's why i mean it's so you just scratch your head because with, what is the real purpose yes and that makes me feel like they're just greedy savages who want to control everything yeah and it it really makes me sad yeah totally it, it it's so depressing to me because big business is in such a powerful position to shape the world that we live in yeah you can use your status as a ginormous business that makes billions of dollars to do all kinds of stuff you can do good stuff you can do bad stuff you can be in different 
and maybe I'm just living in a dream world, but I'd like to think that if Cat and Cloud generated 50-some-odd billion dollars of revenue every year, we wouldn't be running around suing smaller companies for frivolous things. Yeah, We would actually be pumping a good amount of that money back into our own workforce, but also doing things... For the greater good, whatever that means, yeah. whatever that means to them, I. So I, uh, I'm yeah, verbally processing out loud. I'm sorry to everyone listening who feels like this is just random, but that's kind of the point of what we're doing here. Is we've talked about this in meetings, and I'm just trying to understand the process better. Yeah, and it's like I'm just curious how this fits in with like Caterpillar's values because like I'm sure they have a CEO and Jim Umplaby. <laughs> Yeah, and he's also know. on the board of directors at Chevron. All right, and he's no small cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure you have people at Caterpillar who like really love and believe in what they do, and I just wonder if they know that their company is just kind of like singling out small businesses around the country to sue and trying to like make small business or ruin people's small businesses if they know that like that's part of what they're like helping to do. If like that's something that Caterpillar is doing in addition to, you know, trying to help farmers and provide equipment. And I'm sure they have like vision and values and goals. And it's just a bummer just for those people who are working there to maybe realize that their company is like actually doing these things, too, where they're like suing small businesses for no reason. Yeah. Imagine if our employees showed up and we had a staff meeting. We're like, guess what? We're fucking suing all these people, (laughs) just people who are ridiculous, like some teeny tiny mom and pop shop on the corner. Who are trying to like start their dream and like create a world for their employees. And yeah, if we were just like indiscriminately suing smaller businesses than us. I fucking hope I never get to the point that I can't make the human connection between Words on a page and the people behind those words. I'm sure someone in the office is looking. There's fucking infinite number of businesses that have cat in them. And we're number 36 on a list of whatever. And they're like, okay, cool. We're going to get these guys. And it's like, you know what? Fuck that. We're not just a name on a paper. This is the culmination of our existence and everything we believe. It's not even a business. Cat and Cloud is not just a vehicle to generate revenue, yeah. it's a vision of a better world. It's what we couldn't find anywhere else. The only reason we're here is because we had this insane vision that, and we weren't satisfied and we wanted to provide something more for ourselves and everyone else around us. And you get reduced to just being a, b- a bunch of letters on yeah. a paper. And that's super sad. Dude, and it's, it's super cold. The worst. And I... I it's so I. It's hard for me to wrap my head around somebody. It's doing that. The mindset on the other side. I mean, did you see this? You worked in finance. You worked right. in the corporate world. You've probably been around some cold cats. Have you seen stuff like this before? Man, I mean, most of the people that I saw were actually probably doing things for real economic reasons, right? I mean, a lot of you know that uh, finance or Wall Street stuff is kind of really tied to how this is going to affect you economically. And that's where I'm sure like any like finance or Wall Street person who was looking at that, look at this, would look at it just like you are and being like, look, like the time and effort that you're spending here, like is not going to generate a return for you. So it's like... 
So even, even if you <laughs> even if you wanted to, <laughs> yeah. the numbers would tell you that this is the wrong yeah, way to go. Yeah, I think anyone that would look at the numbers would say you're just this is just wasting your time. You could make more money somewhere else doing something literally different. anything else. Doing anything else, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like how do you not take this money and uh, yeah and use it first for some good that like caterpillar is trying to do in the world i wonder if there's some end of the month type stuff you know people say buy a car on the end of the month because a salesperson yeah. has a quota <laughs> or you're going to get pulled over at the end of the month by the cops because they need to yeah. make a certain number yeah. of tickets whatever all these urban legends are if their lawyers have a quota we need to get 15 lawsuits going in the next month yeah i don't know somebody out there yeah has worked at a law firm like that (laughs) let us know because it's again yeah it's it's too bad that again like real people are just reduced to like like you said like just inhuman names on a legal document because again yeah it's just gross and i i look at caterpillar and obviously they generate a ton of revenue but the equipment they manufacture makes me think of working class yeah it makes me think of people who work hard to earn a living and it the association that i would probably have is you know, some sort of champion for the people. And this is showing them to not be that (laughs) at all. It's the exact opposite. Yeah. They're like looking to wreck the dreams of the like working class people who are trying to make something, you know, for their families and for, you know, their employees and the neighborhoods that we're in. Like, yeah. And it makes me think the stuff that they manufacture is not to help people build and create great things. It's just to line their pockets. And that sucks. Yeah. And, yeah, and that they're selling, they're like selling these products and then taking that money and using it to sue people that have nothing to do with their actual line of business. And it, yeah, because I mean, hey, it's like I'm sure, you know, if there was a company making really cheap industrial equipment and their name was, you know, Millipede. Cata Miller. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, cool, I totally understand why you would, you know, sue them to stop them making, like, cheap reproductions of what you make or something. But just for them to sue us, it it has no similar analogy or how it could be beneficial to them in any way. I mean, I think we're working through it in our own in our own special way. Yeah. And it's been really stressful, mostly for you. Yeah. For me, it's been emotionally annoying, but you're the one that's been physically doing all the work. Right. So I'm our, thank I'm you. our general counsel. <laughs> <laughs> you got a lawyer on staff? We got Chuck. He does all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. he, he can handle it. It's fine. No big deal. <laughs> Chuck V. Cat. Yeah. Chuck V. Caterpillar. Yeah. It's, it's going to be chill. <laughs> If anybody wants to help, the the coolest thing that you can do is to just share this podcast. We're figuring out a a good way to tell the story, honestly, because we really feel a little bit powerless. Yeah. And maybe the only power that we have is in people who feel like our allies, and that's everyone who's listening here. Yeah. And I really don't want to turn anything into some really gnarly shitty hate campaign yeah you know it'd be so easy i'm disappointed for sure i'm disappointed in caterpillar but 
I don't want to come on the podcast. Be like, fuck these guys. This is bull fucking idiots. Yeah, because I'm sure there's great people that work there (laughs) who are like just doing their who not not on the legal side, but like great people who are there like thinking they're they're making equipment and like working to help farmers and exactly. So if if you know anybody, if you can pass this on, if you can share it, if you you can drum up a little bit of noise, that's great. We would love to make this all go away. Obviously, without more. And more and more money and time and obnoxious energy for something that's totally frivolous. Yeah. So that's the special happy edition <laughs> of the Cat and Cloud podcast. <laughs> Share this one with yeah. your friends. Let me let me know what you think. Right. Write in, give us a shout out on social media. We we appreciate your support. Yeah, and totally. I mean, dude, it's like Chris, I really respect how a lot of your podcast videos, right? It's not always like happy and fun. Like you share some of like the difficult things you're going through and I think we want to do that, uh, you know, as a company. We've kind of done that from the beginning, sharing, you know, some of the processes we've gone through to start the company and challenges we've had. So yeah, I mean, this is just like a real a real thing that's happening to us, and you know we're gonna share it, and um, yeah, it's just it's just a shitty part of real life. We'll keep you updated, <laughs> and uh, the the good news is Chuck gained a few pounds back. <laughs> yeah. I was looking a little thin there. He was there a little for, shy on, <laughs> on the lbs, and now yeah. now he's almost back to yeah, his cruising I, weight. I so. feel good. Yeah, things are looking up. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, thanks for coming over and talking, dude. Always. All right, see you guys later. All right, peace. Bye. Bye.